0: Down. down like this yo 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 welcome along everyone to tempo fit workout of the week it is great to have your company my name is Hayden Shearman and I'm going to be your coach for the next 15 minutes as we dive into a new and fresh running workout for the week I'll give you the why the how and a little bit of a thought for the week of how to make your running a little bit more epic for this week so this week's workout we continue well this is actually the finale of our little series we've been doing of broken tempo runs where we're trying to get as much time under tension as we can by taking little rests within the tempo run in order to uh, build that lactate threshold and really improve your body's ability to flush out fatigue on the run so this week we are doing simply three times 12 minutes at your one hour race pace so three blocks of 12-minute tempo runs so you'll run for 12 minutes at a pace that you could maintain for an hour non-stop so in a one-hour race you'd be able to run at this pace so three times 12 minutes that's 36 minutes at this this pace That's a reasonable length of time and I'll talk more about that shortly Uh, recovery jogs will be three minutes between each of the sets now I should mention at the top of the show, if you're just joining us on this podcast and you haven't been doing much of this longer endurance work, you'll want to cut this workout in half. Three times six minutes will be much more achievable for you. And if you're a new runner, three times three minutes goes for something like that. Okay, I'll give you the why and the how after the break. So, the why. Let's start with why first. So, really we've been talking about this a lot and uh, when you're working at lactate threshold you're really uh, trying to build a body that can handle intensity for a prolonged period of time can it flush out that fatigue on the run can it um deal with those changes of energy systems you know not just running at a a nice cruisy conversational pace you're getting into zones where it becomes tricky and can you maintain that for a long period of time this is what this is all about it it improves your ability right up to the 400 meters right through to the marathon and even beyond Uh, so it's a really key area to be training this sort of pace now this workout obviously is 36 minutes worth of work so it is long now we need those breaks in there to enable us to go longer to the you know, 36 minutes at a pace that we could handle in a race setting where we're tapered and fresh and trained specifically for it that you could handle for 60 minutes we're doing 36 minutes today so it's important that those recoveries allow us to 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 do that sort of distance in, in a workout setting now and the other aspect of it is that hopefully you're not totally smashed from this session you can actually get out later in the week and or uh, earlier in the week and do another session and and build brick after brick into that big pyramid that we're trying to build which is your your training and your fitness so we don't want to leave you totally smashed we want to give you a nice solid workout but not totally kill you for the rest of the week now, some notes on how to do this. First of all, I've written down my notes here. Be realistic about your pacing. If you haven't done a race recently, and you don't have uh, an exact measure of what you can plug into our calculator at tempofit.org. Look under the running resources menu. Um, you want to err on the side of caution especially in that first block of of 12 minutes Um, so definitely don't go out too hard that's really key and when you are actually running make sure it's on on some terrain where you can be uh, uh, reliably getting information around what splits and speeds you're you're hitting thirdly we've got longer recoveries this week we've sort of moved up from two minute recoveries up to three minute recoveries now that's important that we get back to a space where we're feeling like okay i can do another one if you're not feeling ready to do that you may need to extend it a bit but for most of us three minutes of just a nice light jog should be enough lastly this is a long session this is a big session 40 five minutes will be the the workout component then you've got warm-up and warm-down so for most of us we're going to be out there for an hour 15 and probably more when you include things like dynamic stretches maybe some strides before the workout if you want to do that so this is definitely in the medium to long run category of our training so just be aware of how that affects your overall mileage for the week So that's the workout for the week it's three times 12 minutes at your lactate threshold be sure to be realistic about that pace and three minute jogs in between to finish off our time under tension series that we've been going through. Now the thought for the week I want to talk about giving the gift of running so if you're a runner which you should be if you listen to this podcast um, if you are a runner you probably get asked all the time by workmates and friends and family members about how to get into running like oh mate I've been thinking about running a marathon you know how should I do it or I'd like to lose some weight no I want to use running to do it so how how do you give that gift of running how do you inspire other people to do it and this is something that I get to do a lot as a running coach um, so it, it, it's' It's something that I've I've had a fair amount of experience in giving some some tips on how those beginner runners can get going. And it's a really tricky one. A lot of people try with running. Most people try with running. And most people fail with running. There's only about 4 to 5% of most developed countries uh, have people who run on a weekly basis. So it's a small proportion of us, and that's adults. So there's not many of us out there and we need to do all we can to help help people find this this joy of running so first of all I'd say it it takes a while it takes a while for your body and mind to come around to the idea that running is actually a good idea so my first tip to people is allow three months allow three months that sounds like a long time for most people so I quickly follow it by allow three weeks so three weeks is your first hurdle once you pass three weeks then you know those walk jogs will start to feel a bit more achievable and you'll sort of start to look forward to going running after three minutes the three months if you can stick it out to then most likely you've got the bug you've got it Um, so be very very patient so that's first of all now Secondly, related to that is be really realistic about those goals. So one of the things that will absolutely kill someone is if they go straight into on training for a marathon. And, you know, you've got to balance this with like a big audacious goal of oh, I'm going to run a marathon this year. It's something motivating, but it's also really demoralizing when you get out for your second run after your first run. It's full of energy and passion and you run two or three K and then you go up for the second one and try to run 4k and it's like oh my gosh this is only one tenth of the distance I need to run and I'm hating it and so I find a marathon can be a bit too much to chew off for those early uh, runners so I often say look let's let's just bank away that goal of the marathon Let's aim for that maybe in a year, maybe longer, but let's go for a 10K in, let's say, four months. It's solely dependent, but that goal needs to be really realistic around their fitness. And um, it's different for everyone. Some people can, you know, come off, let's say, from being a cyclist or a swimmer or doing team sports and can do a marathon within five six months of training but that's only really reserved for people who are already fit and just need to translate that fitness into running fitness most human beings on the planet need to take a year at least to get up to a marathon so i just put that out there so number three is so I've done um, yeah be patient uh, number two was uh, be realistic around those goals number three is Aim to enjoy it. Make the aim actually enjoyment. So, yes, you have those goals of achieving a distance or or whatnot, but every workout should have an element of, I'm going to try to enjoy this, especially early on. And so this is often why I will prescribe um, walk jogs. I will prescribe walk jogs with some little stride outs in it where you just focusing on running fast but very short um with plenty of recovery so it's actually really achievable really um doable for the person so that they can feel like they've got lots of wins on the board and that's especially important in those first three weeks so aim to enjoy every run once you get into it then you can start having these harder sessions that are actually really really challenging but enjoyment should be number number one Okay, fourth point: make it social. And this is probably something that a lot of beginner runners miss because they're scared about joining a club or you know hanging out with other people. So it's really important that you have other people to journey with and share the experience. So whether that's getting involved with park run, finding a beginner running group, maybe having a um, You know you joining them for for a kilometer or two of of their run or um, Making it social building friendships around that exercise is really really important number five have some tools to make it easier, to make it easier to build the house that you're building, you know. You want the right tools and, you know, most beginner runners will, will talk about shoes and I think that's sort of a lot of marketing. Most shoes will do the job, they fit well and, and aren't terribly uncomfortable. But I want to talk about three that, that are actually quite equally as important and and don't get addressed enough so first of all clothing choice is really important so chafing is a big one for beginner runners their bodies just aren't used to it um you know for for female runners bra choice is really important um and then just being at the right temperature is really key as well so understanding that you get hot really fast so sometimes when you run you want to actually start start the run a little bit cool and then um, you know warm yourself into it because you will heat up really quickly uh, so that, that's my first little point around tools so wearing the right clothing number two is finding some cool places to run like don't just run around the block but maybe drive somewhere or intentionally Find some cool courses that you can do. Maybe bike somewhere and then do your run. Um, Running in beautiful scenery just transforms the run, I find. So have a cool park or a cool trail nearby that you can do the run. Number three is have some good tech that can support you. So whether that's just an iPhone with some AirPods playing your favorite music or podcasts, Or a GPS watch or um, you know um, some sort of way of measuring what you're doing that can be really helpful so if you've got a spare GPS watch and you can lend it to a friend for a few weeks that can be a really motivating experience for them so there we go get the clothing right run in cool places and um, some tech to help you on your run so there we are there's my five tips on how to give the gift of running to your friends and family That is another episode, ladies and gentlemen. The workout this week is three times 12 minutes at your lactate threshold, which is your one-hour race pace. Be sure to dial in that pace. Be realistic around the pace that you're hitting. Take those three-minute recovery jogs to reset. Get out there and crush it. I know you will, ladies and gentlemen. Happy running. Ciao.